Hi friend, my name is Amy Joy and this is the Make Prayer Beautiful podcast. After I first was talking about exorcism recently, I received a beautiful question around baptism and I would just like to preface my comments coming as this is a mystery. So I don't understand how this works. I think I continue to take great comfort from when John Arnott asked Jesus, Lord, how is it possible that light and darkness could live in the same body? And then the Holy Spirit was like, well, how is it possible that the Holy Spirit and darkness could live on the same planet? Like, <laughs> at what point do you think that it's it makes sense that good and evil could coexist in some form? Uh, coexist in the sense that they're both present in the same place. And I think that's an excellent question. So I'm just saying we recognize that we're dwelling with mystery here. And I will also say, I remember the first time I was in a healing service. This was with Christian Healing Ministries in June of 2019. And Judith McNutt had said um, that if you are uh, wanting to be filled with the Holy Spirit or baptized anew, then come forward. And as she asked the Holy Spirit to come, I remember thinking, I am either going to throw up or I'm going to pass out. So I think I'll just lie down. And so I didn't fall over, but it was, it was definitely like, no, I need, I need to go to the ground really now, right now. <laughs> but I remember even at the time being like, oh my goodness, what in it, what is in me that would make me want to throw up? How embarrassing is that? Do I have demons in me? And and just being so ashamed, like how would that even be possible? But as it's now three and a half years later, I think what I appreciate so much about the different teachings that I've had is there's just no shame in this. I think Jesus is so gracious that he came to earth as a man and he was willing to go and talk to the demoniac who was completely possessed, couldn't even say his own name in his own voice. And and yet Jesus still had compassion on him. And when we look at how he interacted with all of the different people and dealt with their points of shame and dealt with their, their places of uh, failure, we think about Peter and how Peter denied him three times. And so on the other side of the resurrection, he asked him three times, do you love me? It was really a beautiful kind of healing prayer kind of interaction to say, let's deal with the places that are broken in you. Let's deal with those places where you're ashamed. Oh, thank you, Jesus, for how good you are. I will also say, I appreciate so much that we really have no sense of all of the things that come against us. I was talking to my sister about this recently, where it's like, when you go into a church, there are certain churches, you just have to touch the door to get a headache. And then it's like, okay, well, that's not necessarily because it's a church filled with witches. It's, it is, you get a headache because there have been witches casting curses against it for probably a really long time. (laughs) And also it could be that there's something generational that an ancestor of yours passed down something and that's not happy, but it is what it is. So it's kind of like you just deal with the family that you've been dealt with, like the, the family that you've been given, you deal with the mix of gifts and 
things that are not gifts. And so there's no shame in this, I think is it's helpful to recognize that, okay, even for the places where sure you've made choices that are not honoring to the Lord, whether that was before you came to him or even after that he has grace and like this is why he's a long suffering God. And so, yeah, Lord, I just speak I just ask that you would speak peace over all of us in this realm of challenge. And Lord, that whenever the invitation comes for us to go to another person and confess, that we would do that because that's what you have for us to do. And that we would confess and then pray for one another, that we would be healed as you uh, instruct. Lord, that there would be such grace on our lives, that you would be ever guiding and teaching us in the way that we should go. So the question that came was something around, I was baptized and as I'm, I mean, baptism is beautiful. You're buried with him through baptism into death and raised again to newness of life. This is the beautiful uh, ceremony, the beautiful sacrament that the Lord offers to us. And So how is it possible that we would have anything come with us from one side of that baptism service to the other? Again, I don't, I don't really have an answer for you. It's kind of like, how is it possible if we're being raised to newness of life that we would carry any predisposition to diabetes or cancer or anything else in the natural realm? I don't know, right? Like we've been put to death and raised with him. So all of that doesn't make a whole lot of sense. So, Lord Jesus, there is mystery here that we don't necessarily understand. And so we ask for your patience in the midst of our uh, groping after you, in the midst of our fumbling. Thank you that you are so full of forbearance. Thank you that you're so patient. We do ask, Jesus, that you would guide us and direct us, that we would walk with you in spirit and in truth. Lord, that these would not be matters that create fear or terror, but that instead these matters would just be a way of saying, no, there's always more freedom. We can always press in for more healing. There is always more places where the things that come to ensnare us or enmesh us or disguise our true being in you, that those things get to be removed and cut off. Thank you, Jesus. We give you praise. Amen.